Well, it's miracle and healing night again. Which means more miracles and more healings. So if you got a problem, uh, weakness, a lack, a sickness, a disease, and you like it and want to keep it, you ought to leave quickly. Because it is not safe in here. <laughs> it's just the truth. Go with me, please, if you would, to Mark the ninth chapter this evening. If you didn't bring a Bible with you, raise up your hand real high. The ushers will have extra Bibles. Be glad to let you use one. It'll just help you get in you better. If you'll uh, take the time, make the effort, open up the Bible, find it, let your eyes rest on it, and show respect to the Word. We're beginning a, a new reading the New Testament through in one year as a church. And if you didn't know and just uh, come lately to this area, it is widely known throughout the Ozarks and beyond that everybody at Faith Life Church reads their chapter every day, Monday through Friday. Very important that you do. So uh, if you've gotten behind or you you fell off the wagon or you just didn't know about it, uh, get hooked up with us. Monday is what? Matthew 1. Is that right? Yes, sir. And if we read the one chapter every day, Monday through Friday, uh, 12 months later, next year, we will have read the New Testament through in its entirety. And, uh, oh, it just, I, I'd have to talk in tongues to try to describe what it does for you and still wouldn't tell it all. But uh, just suffice it to say, uh, there is no acceptable excuse for not doing it. So, so come on, get, get in there and, and read your chapter. Uh, did you find Mark and the ninth chapter? Tell me what night it is tonight. Is miracle and healing night? And is it limited to within these four walls? Or No, no. You heard all these testimonies Phyllis read. Those people weren't in the building. They were in other states and I guess other countries. Other countries. Isn't it amazing how fast the Spirit of God can cross the ocean? Well, actually he was already there. <laughs> but uh, uh, if you're watching, listening by the internet tonight, uh, it's, the Spirit of God can minister to you, heal you. Right there in your home, right there in your office, right there in your bedroom. Just uh, like you were in, in this uh, auditorium. Makes no difference at all. Same God everywhere. Isn't it? Mark 9, are you there? Mark 9. The story here is of the man bringing his uh, son who had terrible problems. He had seizures. And tried to kill himself numerous times. And he heard about the amazing things that had been happening in Jesus' ministry. And he, he brought his son to Jesus' disciples. And they tried to minister to him. But he did not get set free. Now let's just stop right here. If somebody, even good ministers, 
and good brothers and sisters pray fervently for you and minister and lay hands on you, but you don't get healed, does that prove it wasn't God's will for you to be healed? It proves no such of a thing. These men, uh, and men they trained by the best, Jesus himself, right? And they ministered to this man's son, but he did not get free. And later on, when they asked Jesus, well, why didn't he get free when we ministered to him? You remember what he told them? Because of your unbelief. Remember that? So it it didn't prove that it was God's will for the boy to stay in this condition. And and whole denominations have gone astray. Because good people, uh, godly men and women, prayed for or ministered to people, and they didn't get healed. And so instead of being humble and staying with the word, a lot of times you just, you just need to say, I don't know why. Amen. Did you hear me? Yes, sir. But instead of doing that, people come up with these man-invented doctrines. Well, it wasn't the will of God. God would get more glory out of them being sick and more glory out of them dying. And we just don't understand the mysterious will of God. Well, no. How about you missed it somewhere? How about we came short somewhere? Now see, people don't want that. So they invent all these other things. But the New Testament teaches that when Jesus' disciples, these are the the apostles, when they failed to get the boy set free, it didn't prove that it was God's will for him to stay bound. It just proved that they missed it somewhere or another. Right? And Jesus ministered to him. And got results. The Bible said. He brought. uh, After you know that they couldn't get him set free. He brought him to Jesus. And immediately the boy went into this. This seizure. And he's asking him about it. And in verse 22 he said. Oft times it's cast him into the fire. And into the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything. Have compassion on us. And help us. So he thinks it's all up to the Lord, doesn't he? And he's saying, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. He's questioning the Lord in two areas. Do you see? What two areas is he questioning the Lord? Huh? If you can do anything. He's questioning, can you do anything? Can you do it? Can it happen? And secondly, he's questioning what? Have compassion. He doesn't know if, if he's compassionate, if his love would prompt him to do it, if he could. He's asking him if he can, and he's asking him to have compassion. But how many know that he didn't have to ask either one of these things? Because the Lord can. And he is compassionate. He is love. But you'll keep see you'll see these two areas come up again and again and again, and they are the two obstacles in 2010. In Branson and the U.S. and U.K. and Australia and Africa, I don't care who you are, I don't care where you are. These are the two issues. Basically, comes down to this: Can he? Willie. Right? 
And if you can get those two issues, those two questions answered positively and absolutely, your faith can soar. It's so sad that there are just thousands upon thousands of churches in this country that'll that'll cause people that might got stirred up thinking, I I know he can and I believe he would. And they'll go in there and people with degrees tell them, well, he may not. You just never know. People quote that like it's a scripture. Like it's four or five scriptures. You just never know. You just never know. You might say, well, and some of them might say, well, what audacity that that preacher announces it's miracle and healing night. How does he know it's miracle and healing night? (laughs) Who does he think he is? And how can he arbitrarily set that Friday night as miracle and healing night? I didn't. The truth is, every Friday night, and every Thursday night, and every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Friday and Saturday, is miracle and healing night for those that would believe for a miracle or a healing. We're just emphasizing it tonight. It's been God's will every other night and will be in the future. Why emphasize it? Because it's not just up to Him. There's a manward side. And you see this man come and say, Lord, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. He's asking him if he can, and he's asking him to to be compassionate and to do it, if he has the ability. So he's questioning these two areas of God's ability and God's will. And there's a whole lot of good church-going people, they won't question God's ability, but they will question his will. And they think they're being holy and humble to do it. Don't know they're being unbelieving. And contradicting the scriptures. How many know Jesus is the same? He is the same today. As he was when this man was talking to him right here. Is he? Is he not the same yesterday and today and forever? Is he no respecter of persons? So that means what he said then, he's saying now. And what he said to him, he'll say to you. Because he doesn't change. If he's saying something different now, he's changed. If he says something different to you, he's a respecter of persons. What did he say to him? Help me out. Get ready to shout. What did he say to this man who's questioning his ability and questioning his will? Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes that is the word for tonight (laughs) see the man so to speak put it all in Jesus lap 
And said, you know, it's up to you if you can do anything and if you'd have compassion on us. The Lord picked it up and gave it right back to him. (laughs) Didn't he? And said, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. It's not if I can and it's not if I have any compassion. If you can believe, all things are possible to him. You. Not, 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 he, he took the spotlight off of himself and turned it around and put it on him. Didn't he? If you can believe, all things are possible to him or her or them that believe. And one of the advantages of having a miracle and healing night, and one of the advantages of coming to a place, you know, with faith on top of the building. Is that a group should develop in faith. And if one had put a thousand to flight, two had put ten, not, not two thousand. So it, when, we, when we join our faith together, there is not an addition. There is a multiplication. There, there is, right? Ten thousand to flight. We can, what, what might be difficult for one person to believe for standing alone, if you get a bunch of us together, it makes it easy. And the objective here, the Lord's been feeding us on faith for years now around here. And so the objective is for our faith level to just keep coming up. Just keep coming up. Just keep coming up. And when people come in, even if their faith is weak, they got 50, 100 faith filled people sitting around them. And they just get caught up in this faith stuff. (laughs) Next thing they know, they had a miracle. Somebody say, what happened to you? Well, I don't know. I was really feeling down and bad and just thought it was impossible and no hope. And I got over there. Next thing I know, I thought, you know God can do this. (laughs) You know, I just expect he will right now. (laughs) And a thousand people around them shouted, yes! That's exactly right. And we're with you. (laughs) And you just get to the place where you think all things are possible to him that believes. (laughs) It's happening. I said it's happening. Right here. Somebody say glory to God. What did Jesus tell him? All things are possible to him that believes. Let me give you the definition of possible. Possible means it can be done. Just as simple as that. It can happen. So, whatever's been bothering you, can it be fixed? Hmm? Can it be fixed? Can it happen? All things are possible. So that means the things people thought were not possible are possible. Hmm? Yeah, but what if your, your organs have been damaged so bad by the disease that they're not functioning right anymore? Hmm? Is it possible for lungs 
that are ravaged by cancer and can hardly process oxygen anymore. To become pink and clean. He was, well, that's not possible. Says who? (laughs) What if you got parts that are missing? They're not even there. Well, if you only read what you've read, if you only believe what you've read in books and technical manuals by people that didn't believe in God, and all you believe is what you see and what you can smell and what you can taste and what you can touch and what you can feel, then for you it is impossible. But if you believe that we didn't just happen to be here, on this amazing planet rotating in this amazing universe but that there is a creator there is a creator there is an almighty God who made the heavens he made the earth he made you and if he made human beings he certainly should be able to fix human beings That's like having a Ford and breaking an axle and saying, I don't think Ford can fix this. <laughs> Ford made it. Why couldn't they fix it? Right? <laughs> well, if you believe a car can be fixed, if you believe the manufacturer can create new parts for your Ford, Oh, did I lose somebody throughout the... Huh? Surely God is up with Ford and GM and Chrysler. Huh? In His ability to create and repair. (laughs) Yeah, but when, when, when cancers advance that far, you can't recover. Is it possible to be at death's door and come all the way back? Come all all the way back. Whether you recovered in a day or six months, you still wound up at the same place. Right? How many know if there is no hope and everything's gone, everything's shutting down, just you not getting worse the next day is a miracle. And you being a little better the next day, that's a miracle. And if you keep getting better instead of dying, that's that's miraculous. Right? So there are varying degrees of the miracle working power of God. But no matter whether you're talking about the smaller degree or the overwhelming degree, it only works for believers. For believers. You know if the Lord was going to force somebody to believe in any area, it would be in the area of being born again. Being saved from hell. And he doesn't and he won't. And what did he say? Go into all the world and preach, proclaim the good news. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. He that believes not will be saved anyway. 
No. If you don't believe, you won't be saved. And if you don't believe, you won't be healed. And if you don't believe, your needs won't be met. I know a lot of people don't like that. They want to just leave it all up to God. They're like that man just trying to throw it up to God and go, God, you know, uh, if, you, if you could somehow see, see fit to, to do this for me. Well, listen to the words of Jesus. What did he say? He didn't accept what that man tried to give him. Did he? He turned it right around. He said, no, it's not a matter if, if I can or if I was compassionate enough. If you would believe. And if you would believe, there's no limit. All things are possible to him that believes. Say it out loud. All things are possible to him that believes. Say it again. All things are possible to him that believes. Say it again. All things are possible to him. That believe. How many things? All. All things. All things. What if you're born that way? Well, it never developed at, at birth and in childhood. So it, it, it could never work because it never developed. No. Who is it that caused the, the, the baby to grow in the womb to start with? Some of the people say, well, you know, we have a, a, an understanding, a thorough understanding now of these things. We, we, we can tell you uh, exactly from conception through every stage to birth. Okay, great. But tell me what causes the child to develop from stage one to stage two. What causes the child? It's called life. Did you hear me? You can see the effects of it, but you can't see it because it's spiritual and it comes from God. Sometimes people say, I've heard people, supposedly educated people say, well, I don't believe in that healing stuff. There is no intelligent person who doesn't believe in healing. You say, Brother Keith, there's a lot of people, I'll say it again. There is no intelligent person who doesn't believe in healing? If you run across these folks that think they don't believe in it, you ask them, well, did you ever scrape your knee? Did you ever cut your hand? Did you ever stump your toe? And they say, oh, man, boy, when I was 12 years old, I was riding my bike down a big hill. Oh, I hit a gravel pit. Man, it scraped my whole knee out. Well, let's see it. Oh, no, no, it's healed. It's what? <laughs> it's why I thought you don't believe in it. Oh, that's different. It is no different. It is no different. Where did that healing come from? It's no different at all. Where did it come from? God put a certain amount of healing in your body for maintenance. We're used to it, but it's an amazing thing. Come on, think about it. I mean, a lot of you have cut yourself, you braided yourself, hurt yourself bad. And it's amazing how all the blood cells rush to that place. and It starts renewing and, and knitting and making new cells while you're sleeping. It is amazing. Yes. It's from God. Yes. Here's the thing. Where that healing came from? 
there's more. (laughs) That degree and measure of healing would cause that skimp place to scab over and heal up within a few days or weeks or whatever it is. But God, the source of healing, he can crank that up till it's twice as strong, ten times as strong, a hundred times as strong healing a thousand times and that's when you see some instant things happen. Yes. <laughs> it's just so much healing working till it's gone just like that. Instead of 90 days it was 9 seconds or 9 tenths of a second. <laughs> who does it happen for? Tell me who does it happen for? Who? All things are possible. To him that believes. Look at Matthew 19. Back up to Matthew 19. Faith is is rising in this place right now. Mine and yours. From hearing his words. There is no other place to get faith. Than from his words. Matthew 19 and uh, 26. Jesus beheld them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So when we're talking about impossible are possible, give me the definition of possible again. It can happen. It can be done. What's impossible? Can't be done. Can't happen. When you're talking about possible versus impossible, you need to clarify with whom it's possible or impossible. This is one uh, area I have an issue with professionals. And I know a lot of them don't know any better. But whether it's legal or whether it's... um, You know, technical or medical makes no difference. There's too many people that count themselves experts in that field and they'll tell you, well, that's impossible. That can't be done. And that's either ignorance or pride. You should say, I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. And with men, there's a lot of things that's impossible. Right? But that does not mean... It can't be done. So watch about letting somebody that's an authority in an area. Now thank God for people that are, uh, are skilled and, 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 and anointed and called in, in all kinds of areas. But watch out in making them an authority over the Lord. And when they tell you it can't be done, you just quit and say, okay, that's the end of it. No, no. You need to get another opinion. (laughs) Not just an opinion. You need to hear from another source. Right? Right? Thank God for, and I don't mean, you know, don't be ugly with people. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for nurses. If it hadn't been for a lot of them, a lot of us wouldn't be here right now. Thank God for them. 
But don't let even a doctor or a nurse or, or a medical professional that you have a lot of respect for and has, and has been good to you and helped you. Don't let them look at you and tell you that you have to give up and die. That's right. Did you hear me now? And take that as the final word and final authority because they should be saying, I can't do anything. I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what else to do. And if they knew him, they should tell you, you better focus on him. Right? Because with him, with men it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Possible. That means it can happen. It can be done. What can be done? People have had heart attacks. And their heart was wrenched and torn and, and damaged. And everything says you, you don't have long to live. And you'll have a, uh, you know, you, you have to live lightly. <laughs> And what little time you do have, is it possible for that heart to be fixed and restored? Are y'all with me tonight? Is it possible for the valves and and the the veins to be made good as new? Good as new, better than they were before. Hmm? Is it possible? Is it possible? Could it happen? Can it happen? Who can it happen for? Men can't do it, but it's possible with God. Right. And it's po- what men, who, which men are it possible for? Those that believe. Right. Now here's the thing, you know, I've had people ask me sometimes, well, Brother Keith, you know, don't you feel, uh, uh, how do you feel when it's uh, time to lay hands on people or when you're preaching about miracles and, man, do you feel the pressure? No. <laughs> no, I refuse to feel any pressure. I don't, I don't have to feel any pressure at all because I'm not the healer with men it's impossible now if you're receiving you're on the receiving end of it whether you're standing up and we're praying a prayer or you're in the healing line or whatever, should you feel pressure no more than me I lost somebody right there let me see if I can get you back. Should you feel pressure? Faith is a rest. We which have believed do enter into rest. Faith's rest. You don't heal yourself. Your preachers don't heal you. Our job is not to heal ourselves or each other. Our job is to believe. Believe. Some folks have gotten off in these areas. No. Jesus said, Jesus, the head of the church, the servant's not above his master. Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. Jesus said it. Didn't he? He said, the works that I do, I don't do of myself. The Father in me, He does the works. Jesus was doing the believing. So all the pressure goes away. 
And when you feel pressure, you're getting off. You're getting into works instead of faith. Oh, I only confessed 938 times today. I came short of my thought. I got to confess, got to confess. Watch out. You're trying to make it happen. You can't make it happen. You can grit your teeth. You can yell and scream. Did you hear me? And you can't heal yourself. What you can do is just breathe a sigh of relief. God, this is easy for you. I'm just going to stand here and believe you. I'm just going to rest while you do it. Come on, somebody help me out tonight. Say it out loud. I'm just going to rest. I'm just going to rest. While you do it. <laughs> all I got to do is believe. I said, all I got to do is believe. And people say, well, I, I do believe. You got to qualify that. You believe what? I believe in God. Well, you can believe in God and not get healed, not have faith to be healed. I believe God can do anything. That's great. But you can believe that and not have faith to be healed. You believe in what? You must believe whatever things you pray for when you pray. Believe that you receive them. Them things you asked. Right? You got to believe that you receive a healing. And he said, and you shall have. Everybody awake in here. People have carried pressure. They've carried this pressure on them. They've let it be on them. And they've thought, ah, what's wrong? What's wrong? I keep coming short. I keep coming short. I got to do something. Yeah, you got to quit that. (laughs) That is what's in your way. That is not rest. That is not faith. The Lord has already begun. Doing miracles in our midst. You heard these testimonies. He's already begun. All we got to do is relax and stay excited. Expecting. Somebody say expecting. Say it again, expecting. Say it again, expecting. That's our part. Expecting. Expecting what? Healings and miracles. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No time like the present. <laughs> hold your hand, hold up your hand and close your eyes. Let's get in faith about this right now. Right now. Everybody say it out loud. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I believe nothing's too hard for you. It is possible. It can happen. You can do anything. You can fix anything. You can heal anything. It's easy for you. And it is your will. You are compassionate. You do care. We ask you. 
right now, now, tonight, tonight, in this place, place, and all over the country, all over the world, world, wherever people are watching, are listening, we ask you, you, work miracles in our midst. Work miracles and do healings for our brothers, for our sisters, for ourselves. We ask you for it. We believe you for it. We expect it in Jesus' name. Now lift up your hands. Lift up both hands. And just thank Him. Lord, we thank You. Lord, we thank You. 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 Oh, we thank You. 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 Thank you.